0: It's time to LOL. Listen out loud—that is, it's time for Anime Jam session with DJ Ron S, Mako Chan, and Ari Rockefeller. Hey, everybody! Welcome to Anime Jam session, episode number five hundred and forty-seven. We are at a podcast that talks about anime, games, conventions, the fandom, geek stuff, and everything in between. I'm Gigi Ron Mas, and I am
1: Ari Rockefeller.
0: And Mako Chan is out tonight. Sadly, she was defeated by tree sex. And if you're wondering what I mean by tree sex, pollen Pollen,
1: and allergies and all that not so good stuff.
0: Yes, pollen is basically her 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 arch enemy. And when it gets the best of her, she's down for the count. So she's my one
1: weakness. My my sinuses.
0: How did you know? I know, right? So she's either listening in bed or she's already dead to the world, so... And as Slime Boy says, no, not tree sags. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's sort of like that song, everyone has has had more sex than me. In this case, it's the trees have had more sex than me, you know?
1: Not something I wanted to think about.
0: Well, I, I look at it this way, you know tree biology means that we can breathe, so at least there's something in there for us in there somewhere, you know. I don't know. Yes, and and I will make sure that I pass it along that she does feel better, so. I'll, I'll say this much, and I'll say it here, where I can uh-huh. get away with it. If she comes back on the show next week and she sounds like B. Arthur from The Golden Girls, oh, she still has a bit of ways to go before she starts feeling better, so. She'll
1: probably take her bad status out on us.
0: No. No, no, no. She'll just save us so when I go hang out with her, she'll unle- she'll unload her anger on me like she always does. It's okay. <laughs> I legitimately don't not mind, so you know. Anywho How are you doing tonight, Ari? Uh,
1: good to be back, but tired as hell.
0: Hmm. I, I'm alright. I can't i can not complain too much, so, you know. Mm. I'm just saying things are alright, so if, if things kind of go up or down or chaotic, I'm perfectly okay with it. Now, before we continue today, I want you all to know this is June. This is Pride Month. Happy Pride to all of my LGBTQIA plus friends out there. I just want you all to know that we love you. Y'all are awesome. And if you don't want to come out, that's fine. Come out on your own terms when you're good and ready. And if people don't like it, fuck them. And I just realized something. Normal. What's that? I forgot to put up the, uh, the pride um the, the, the pride logo, the pride flag. Let me drop that in real quick. Because I always try to have it up there for um, for Pride Month because half of the staffers, basically half of the staff here at Anime Jam Session are LGBTQIA, so.
1: In some form or another. Yeah.
0: So, let's see now. I should have this image here somewhere, so. Uh, you know, I actually thought, you know what? I know what I'm going to do. Is t- it
1: on the uh, Facebook page?
0: No, no, no. I actually have an actual uh, Pride flag image. It might have. It's probably there somewhere. I just, I just have to find it. Worst case scenario, I'll just go to to uh, Google image search and pull it. So you know, it's mm-hmm. it's not that big of a. It is a big of a deal, but it's just a, I, I want. I just want to show some representation and some love on the show. So. So enough. enough Enough about that. Let's get into the rest of the rundown here. Uh, we are live tonight, week of June 7th, 2022, right here on Twitch TV. You can find us here live Tuesdays from 9 to 10.30 p.m. Eastern at Twitch TV slash Anime Jam Session. And we're also part of the Voice of Geeks Networks. And you can find out more information about them at Vognetwork.com. And you can check out the streaming programming of VOG Network at Twitch TV slash Vogue Network. And don't forget, we have a Discord. slash uh, discord So come hang out. All sh- uh, shows that are part of the Voice Geeks Network have their own channel. So come through, hang out, talk, leave some notes, um, and articles. We're here for it. So now that we got that out the way, ah, uh, and most likely because it's only me and Ari time, this may be a bit of a short show. So, but we'll try to stretch it out as far as we can without getting too too tired. So, anywho, Ari, how was your week? How was your day?
1: Uh, well, I got paid today. That was the good thing. And That's good. I was on uh, the afternoon shift last week, around this time, and this past weekend, from Thursday to Sunday, I was mm-hmm. on the overnight shift, which was really not good for me. And with gas prices getting as bad as they were, I pretty much spent my last 20 bucks You know, to put money in the tank so I can actually get back and forth to work. Dude. I almost thought of uh, calling out because... Like because of it, but then the the uh, the one lady who gives the assignments for a section said, "No, you don't have to go up north today. You don't have to go that far. You won't have." To. So I'm like, "Oh, all right. I'll I'll do it." So I got talked out of wasting a day off that I didn't really need to mm. wasting a sick day. But you know, I got all the bills paid and whatnot.
0: Well, that's that's good.
1: That's good. That's pretty much all I've been doing—just work-related stuff. Mm it'll be two years that I've been a supervisor this coming July, about a month from now or so, which, uh, that'll be, uh, it's mind blowing for me because I never had a job with that much responsibility. I was always either just relegated to grunt work or, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, just not even thought about it. Like that one cheap ass Halloween store I worked at.
0: Yeah. I remember that. Uh huh.
1: Yeah. The, Chain smoking asshole ran and pre- pretty much you know like pretty much shooed me away from the cash register if I ever got close to it. I don't like thinking about that job. Why? Why would they do that? you wanted want to put uh, I guess, pretty barely legal mm-hmm. girls up front.
0: I can see that. You know, I, I I can see the point of that, but still, you know, but I I told but I totally get what you're saying though.
1: Uh, still the worst yeah. part of that job was the girls who would come in, dry like try on the uh naughty or you know yeah, Ninth the, Avenue or, or whatever? I forget the Leg, brand, but Leg
0: Avenue.
1: Leg, Leg Avenue. Avenue, there we go. Yeah,
0: because they, that, that's you now you're finding you're finding that brand in the dealer's room now, so
1: Yeah, they try on the stuff and then not buy it and just leave it in piles wherever they left it. Mm-hmm. Ugh. But, you know, I still don't like living by myself in an apartment, but things are looking better a little bit. Well, that's good. I get you on that.
0: And I've been seeing gas prices. There are spots in California where it's 10 bucks a gallon. Jesus Christ. I know. I know. So... My weekend day has been chill. Um, I'm still working on my bit of a backlog of convention coverage. I will say that I've, I've been remembering to promote the Zenkai Khan photos on their Facebook pages because those photos are ready to go. Uh, tonight, I should be uploading uh, Castle Point photos. And this week, I should be editing um, CloverCon photos. Which means I'm hoping by this weekend, because I have a basically a three day weekend coming up, because uh, the the company is cl- the offices are closed on Friday for for an all for a company wide volunteering uh, project. Which I'm not volunteering, but I did donate. Um, I I I let's see. I, I let me see if I can. find... Basically, I am hoping to have, by, also by the end of the week, the Con videos posted. Because I'm just looking to, I just have to edit and make like the thumbnails and get those up. Then I have to edit the Castle Point photos. That'll be, that'll be good and ready. And then, I mean the videos. And then the CloverCon ones. And then I am good, which means I have more time to game until like, I think ShikariCon rolls around. Because this weekend is um, Brooklyn Comic Con two days for $70, a $70 ticket for two days. I'm like, no, no, thank you. I, I just, I just didn't think it was worth that type of money. So, you know, um, let's see who, who did I don't. Okay. So like I said, um, my company has a, a day for, you know, for volunteering efforts and I'm not doing the volunteering effort cause I kind of suck with that. I just rather donate money, you know. I know my time is also good, but I think sometimes money helps a little bit help a little bit further along. So I donated fifty dollars to the Lancaster LGBTQ plus Coalition out in Lancaster, Pennsylvania, uh-huh. and, and I donated the money on behalf of my friend Eddie. Because he told me that they helped him with with his move. And I'm looking at these and I'm looking at these organizations. I'm like, I know people in Lancaster. And Eddie was online. And I'm like, do you know who these people are? And he said, yeah, I know who they are. So I was like, okay, fine. I'm gonna donate $50 and I'm going to drop your name on the donation. Simple as that, you know. And that's what I did. And that's basically has been my weekend day so yeah
1: also i did get my second monitor up and running
0: okay good because i know you were pinging me about that and i still gotta fix um adobe and office for you so yeah
1: i didn't know that the uh the little slots that were covered by uh yeah this little yeah this little thing Mm -hmm. i didn't know that they were actually in use i just thought they were just you know closing up space or something no it wasn't until i actually pulled off like
0: Oh, you see, I, I thought, see, I didn't even think to tell you about that because I'm like, he'll figure it out because I know because because I know
1: I had the monitor sitting here for mm-hmm. since Christmas. and mm-hmm. I'm like, I'll, I'll put because I'm like, I'll, mm-hmm. I'll put it together later or I really need to update my bedroom furniture first before yeah. before i uh, do that and i still haven't done either of those things it'll
0: happen in due time I, i'm like look i'm still trying to upgrade my friggin' dresser drawer here from a nice one from ikea but the one part's been out of stock for almost two years everyone's like I gotta, I gotta go back to the site and see if it's available there's people who say you don't need that bottom part but it helps you know so that there, there so there's that so you know I mean, I would I would love you've seen my place. I would love to set up a second monitor, but I really don't have the real estate space. If or I get, could
1: try stacking them on top of each
0: other. oh uh, no. No, I refuse. You going to see me doing a show like this, with my neck all craned up, staring at No. No. I refuse to do that. I mean, hell, this fair cr- point.
1: That's that's a good point.
0: Yeah. Actually, this monitor is not even like eye level per se. It's slightly below eye level, that way. I'm more or less eye level with the webcam so because you know how with some streamers when you watch them you kind of see their head on a bit of an angle. I want to see you... yeah like this yeah I, I don't want to be like I want to be straightforward so you can see you know, like that. that that's how I prefer it. Now I'll tell you this if I didn't have this printer right here I would I would bring up the table like an inch. And I would get a larger block to cover both, and I'd have a, and I'd have basically a two monitor setup. So, and C. And C. ideally,
1: is, if I get one that's get a desk that's not split level like this, mm, it'll be much easier to deal with.
0: I mean, my my work my desk at work is huge, and I think it's a little bit too much a space for what I need, you know. But it's okay. And CW says selfie chin lift mode. Yeah, basically. <laughs> All right, let's get into some housekeeping here. Uh, don't forget, you can catch older episodes of Anime Jam Session on our YouTube page. You can find it at youtube.com/slash Anime Jam Session. Just click on the link that says Podcast Vods, and you'll see the episodes. Episodes will go up um, Thursdays around. Th- episodes will go up and be available Thursdays around 12 noon so definitely check them out. Perfect, you know, if you miss like the two week period, if you're uh following us on our Twitch on our Twitch page, I think if you are a subscriber, you get like 30 day access to to our episodes, so you get like four episodes and stuff like that, which is kind of cool, you know? See what else do we have here? Uh don't forget we have upcoming conventions. Uh don't forget ShikariCon August 20th to the 21st at Plymouth Meeting, Pennsylvania. Pop Cult Anime Con uh, August 27th to the 28th Boston, Massachusetts and Retro Cons September 24th to the 25th at Oaks, Pennsylvania Let's see, is there anything else? No, I don't think there is So now we're going to go ahead and get into our uh, Geek Roundtable This is where we talk more about our geekier aspects of our lives you know, what we've been up to so and sharing off some cool swag So what you got there, Ari? Uh,
1: today what I've got are Something I backed on Kickstarter, you know, big shocker. But mm-hmm. it's these uh, smart dice called Go Dice. Yeah. Basically, you know, like electronic dice, they light up, and they they also have a uh, app associated with them, so it keeps track of a uh, you know keeps track of the uh, what they land on, mm-hmm. what they uh, come up with. Yep, you know, yep. You know, very uh, difficult to cheat or impossible. This is a little stand that they come with, mm-hmm. and uh, we how to charge them is this one has little batteries in it. But see this little, uh, yeah, you can see little, yep, little uh, connectors on the uh, pips and the five, mm-hmm. and here they are in the three. So you just push it down like that, and in a couple seconds it, and a cu- come on, here we go. It lights up to let you know it's fully charged. Okay. And uh, something else I had—it's—it's uh, it's in the other room. But one of the things I bought—the accessories I bought with it were—they're <clears throat> little shells, you know, twenty-sided shells that—they right. let you imitate uh, D fours, oh, okay, D eights, D tens, D 20s Mm-hmm. And uh, the one, you know. D and D group that my friend wants to get me into, you know, there's, you know, be a lot, of, a lot, of, a lot of fun to show off. Cause you know, you know, yeah. dice, dice towers, etc. They're, you know, they're jewelry for a, uh, mm-hmm. for me and my kind, but let's, uh, uh,
0: let me see if you can, uh, I can see something. Yeah.
1: There's, Yep, and it showed what it landed on.
0: Okay.
1: So just take one of these and yeah, switch I it. Yeah, I see
0: I see it as you drop <laughs> the numbers. Yeah, I see that. Yeah.
1: And the app has its own collection of of uh, mini games on it for okay. your, uh, your own play. But, yeah, I'm very glad I got these. It's They've been a lot of fun.
0: Well, that's really cool.
1: Though uh, no real place to show them off yet, sadly.
0: Yeah. But that'll come eventually. Most definitely.
1: What about you? What do you got?
0: Well, first, I want to show off the awesome uh, Pride Geek shirt that I have. And it's basically the Inners and Outer Senshi's Transformation Wands done up in the style of the Pride flag. And it says Pride Power Makeup. And I will. I love it. Thanks. And I will be wearing it to work on Thursday because this office is closed on Friday. Thursday will be my will be my casual Friday, so I'll be wearing that and um, see if anybody notices it, you know. Um, also, you ever, you ever like order something and you totally forget that you order it and you get a notification that, that has been delayed? It's
1: happened every now and yeah, then, yeah.
0: I get a notification from Amazon about a game I ordered. I was like, oh, I totally forgot that I pre-ordered this game. What game was it? Wonder Boy Monster Collection. All right. What I'm going to do, I'm going to try to turn off the front light here make and see if it helps. Well, it kind of helps.
1: A little bit. Yeah. The glare on the packaging is uh, yeah. not doing it any favors.
0: Yeah. Every little bit. So there we go. Wonder Boy Monster Collection. Um, let me put this light back on. Much better. It comes with four games Wonder Boy, Wonder Boy and Monster Land, Wonder Boy and Monster World, and Monster World 4. And the Wonder Boy games have quite an interesting history. Do you remember the game Adventure Island? Yeah. Adventure Island, this is Adventure Island's cousin, or uh, the Wonder Boy games and and, uh, Adventure Island are cousins. Basically, through through licensing rights. Wonder, the first Wonder Boy game was basically was Adventure Island. Um, it came out for the Game Gear years ago, which I had. This game called Revenge of Drancon, and and that and it basically played like Adventure Island. And I believe Wonder Boy was one of Sega's earliest mascots, next to uh, Alex Kidd. It was something.
1: And uh, Opa Opa.
0: A Fantasy From- Zone. Yep. Mm-hmm. Which reminds me, I want to get that new, I want to get that new Genesis, the Sega, the the, the Mega Drive,
1: Mega Drive Two, Drive 2, 2
0: Mini. Mini, yeah, or as we know it as the Genesis Two Mini, and I hope it comes with like the with the optional CD attachment, even though there's nothing on it just for like, just for show. I think that'd be kind of cool, but one of these games I used to play the hell out of on uh, TurboGrafx-16. Um, that game was called uh, Monster. Dragon's Curse that was the name of the game. It was called Dragon's Curse. And it was basically a 16-bit version of Wonder Boy in Monster World. So, I used to play it all the time. What sucked was that when they when you needed like the like the turbo booster um, adapter for the battery saves. So, I would just sit there and just let the game pause and I would come back to it, but I'd never been able to finish it. And um I actually have. They actually came out as a remastered version, which I have for Xbox One, which Xbox Series X. I haven't played it in a while, but I need to jump back on and play it. And is, what's cool is, you could play with the original graphics and music, or updated graphics and music. So,
1: yeah. Also, I'd like to, I'd like to point out that the Mega Drive Two Mini, even yeah. though it's the uh, second body. You know, the mm-hmm. second version of it, yeah, it's and it's attached to a Sega CD as in the article I just shared. Yeah, the Sega CD didn't fit completely with the with the uh, version two of the Genesis. Well, th- it didn't well, because th- like I had the uh, mm-hmm. I got the second one. A friend, a couple friends of mine had the uh, first one, and w- and one of them actually did have the Sega CD, mm-hmm. and it fit and it fit flush against it. Mm-hmm. But no, the uh, the second one didn't.
0: See, here's the thing. Now if you had if you got the mega CD two, it came with a little slat adapter that connected underneath the original Genesis to make it fit as a whole streamline. Which that's what, and
1: what are the jokes yeah. I heard about this one says now we gotta wait for a version three with a thirty two X on top of it.
0: Actually, no, that would probably be a standalone because there is a Genesis three. Before the final run of the Genesis, there was a Genesis Three that came out.
1: Uh, was that okay? Here it is. I'm. Uh, I found it on
0: Amazon. Like, yep. oh, let me guess. They won a lot of money for it.
1: Uh, no. This one only says 129.95. But,
0: but yeah, the cover box showed Sonic doing three, so you know, or something like that.
1: I'm thinking. Like, mm-hmm. wait, that's not the one that already had the uh, 32x built in because that one never no. got released. Yeah,
0: that that was. I think that was called Project Neptune. It was never released. No.
1: Yeah, because the because <clears throat> the 32x went over like a fart in church. Yeah. And I I actually got one of those as a reward for getting really good on my report card. Shows you how fucking smart I am. <laughs>
0: I don't know. I mean, if you had gotten a TurboGrafx-16 CD or a Turbo Duo, you know, those are worth a lot of money. Just saying.
1: Yeah, but the 32X isn't.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. It cooked my Sonic 3 ba- and Knuckles batteries, <laughs> and I only had, like, six games for it. Uh, Oof. I didn't, yeah. Yeah. And there's some and, stupid shit like that. <laughs>
0: and there it is from Sia Dabiri. I enjoyed the 32X for the week that it worked and before it messed up my Genesis. See? Wow. I'm not the only one. Wow. That's. There, there is a Twitch. There's a YouTuber on. I forget, Lady Decade. She actually talks about uh, the Neptune. So that's that was an interesting video. I believe that was one she talked about. But
1: hmm.
0: you know what? And he goes, and I messed up. I, I, my Genesis. I mean, before or I made it, so I could only play Genesis games through the 32X. Wow. Yeah,
1: it, it, I'm telling you, that thing was a massive dud. Well, my, I, I man, figured they could get suckered in. I, I too. So.
0: You, you know what it is? I think because of the, the decent success of the power base converter to play Master System games, plus you know that rivalry between Nintendo and Sega, so they were trying. They were trying. And there was talk, you know, about a, a, a Dreamcast Mini, but the cost to put it together would have been too high. I'm like, you put out a Dreamcast Mini for $200, people will line up for it. I know I sure as hell would, you know?
1: All uh- right. Now, of course, the only thing you gotta worry about at that point is people arguing over what game should be on it.
0: Of course, but you know, where there's a will, there's Crazy a way. Crazy
1: taxi for one.
0: Well, look, all I know is Dream Dreamcast Mini should have Sonic Adventures One and Two, which is a given. Um, Power Stone, Soul Calibur, Project Justice, and uh, Mark of the Wolves, and and, and, and Grandia. All right, Knights of the Dreams was Sega. Was Sega Saturn. We will not see a Saturn Mini because <laughs> no, the hardware lim, the hardware technicalities of the of the Saturn was the reason why the Saturn failed.
1: But it, my argument about uh, Garu Mark of the Wolves being on there still stands.
0: Uh, yeah, I'm okay with that because for a while the Dreamcast was the fighting game system. You know, that's what it was. You know.
1: Now I wonder if the uh, a theoretical Dreamcast Mini will be able to m- replicate the uh, disc grinding noises.
0: God no. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you you could mod the Dreamcast and replace the optical drive with an SD card reader, but at the same time, that's a mod I'd rather not do. I'd sooner buy a second Dreamcast and mod that one. So,
1: yeah, good point.
0: CW is like, just remake the MKR RPG. That's my main desire for Saturn. Fair. Then again, that RPG actually did come out to the States. You know, thank you, working designs. But I think we've gamed long enough. I,
1: yeah, uh, we're, we're getting sidetracked.
0: Yeah, let's just bounce the stories back and forth. So because mm-hmm. this was something I definitely want to talk about. Anime style recruitment posters, because you know I'm the anime fan that was in the military, Marines to be to be precise. So you know.
1: Yeah, I knew you were going to be all over this one.
0: I stumbled across it. I threw it in the list. So you know.
1: By all means. Yeah.
0: So here's the thing: when people think Marine, they might think a square-jawed, buff guy who looks like he eats ammo belts and crayons for breakfast. <laughs> Which is true? I'm tell already. I am telling you. Well, I tell people that I was. Uh, you, uh, I was in the Marine Corps. They look at me funny. Okay, they look. They like this dude in glasses because he can
1: form sentences and not. No, speak primarily in grunts.
0: Well, that too. It's like this nerdy guy who's doing IT was in the Marines. But when they see me catch an attitude about getting shit done, then they're like, "Oh yeah, yeah." yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> so that and that's a stereotype. Maybe why a new Marine Corps recruitment poster of a smiling anime girl wearing dress blues is going viral on social media, which I think is really cool. One commenter said on the popular Facebook page, on the popular Air Force page, said, damn, they know their clientele. And that's where the image was shared and was also on Reddit, Twitter, and the news and also other various websites as well. Someone said, is it too late to join the Marines? If you're under 27, you can still enlist. Mm. The image itself brings a modern twist to an old poster titled U.S. Marine Corps, Service on Land and Sea. According to the Library of Congress, this poster was illustrated in 1917 by the artist Sidney Reisenberg. More than a century later, Staff Sergeant Arthur Chow got the idea to make, to make his own mark on the classic poster while sitting in Marine Corps recruiting school. He's a lifelong anime fan, and he wanted to combine his passion with the medium with his new career. I think that's pretty freaking cool. And he has a bunch of other ones here, which I will show briefly. And if you want to see some more, um, you can check out his Instagram right here, and you can see the you can see the photos there. And I will post them in the on the screen in just a bit. So he has four different posters on his desk, and also he he has a lot of anime paraphernalia, and it's it's really freaking cool, you know, on his. I can just
1: imagine him going into battle with, like, in full you know, combat gear with a dual disc on, it, and everyone else is just like,
0: retreat, retreat. Well, I'm just saying, and his desk, it is a dual disc. Just saying.
1: Yeah, he plays yeah. all five cards of exodus. Like, sir, permission to obliterate.
0: Permission granted,
1: marine. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Now I can't think of anything except people are doing. Typical weeb arguments See, in the thing, stereotypical it, drill sergeant, drill instructor style.
0: But what's interesting is it's not just for the future Marines to come in and check it out. The higher-ups enjoy it, too. Uh, sergeant, Staff Sergeant Chell said a colonel and a master gunnery sergeant are among those who have bought copies of the posters he made. The the payment just covers the charge of printing of the posters who clarify he doesn't make much money off the request. The interest from so many people show how much the geek culture has become much more mainstream than it used to be. And he made these posters to break the stereotype. Because I'll tell you this now. If you go into any branch of the military, I guarantee you, you're going to find at least one anime fan. And if you're and if your station is somewhere in Japan, you're going to find a bunch. I have a couple of friends in the Air Force. When they go to Akihabara, they, they send me a message. Need anything? <laughs> and that's how I got my hands on a rare, $150, brand new Yohan, Yoshiko Tsushima Love Live figurine, which is still in its box. And I was just What like, if
1: I got a feeling that some soldiers and pilots and whatnot specifically asked to get sent to to uh, Japan sp- specifically because they're in the anime?
0: That's... Well, here's the thing. If...
1: I'm not it, saying it's a bad thing no, no, or a good no. thing. I just know that, that that's what the... Uh, like, that's where the pattern goes. hmm Anyway, as you were saying. Yeah,
0: that's basically is it you know i mean you sometimes you can get your pick of what you, of where you want to go so now
1: he, well, every place every base has a varying levels of demand right
0: more or less like depending on your MOS you can there's like no problems you can go like 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 my, my friend Liam he's he's in the air force he's up he's an air force medic he's in Japan he is needed there so you know
1: well from what I understand, not a whole lot of people are asking to go to 29 Palms.
0: Mm, let's not even go there.
1: <laughs> okay, this next one's mine, correct?
0: Yep, and I'm going to show off a couple of other uh, posters real quick, cause, so people can ask. I, I'm like, the closest to this is watching Azure Lane scene, you know, which I get is a, is a good, nice anime, but I don't get all the etchy aspect from it. Like, maybe it goes over my head, you know.
1: <clears throat> anyway, uh, mm-hmm. the Otokon Anime Convention has announced its latest guest of honor in legendary video game soundtrack composer Harumi Fujita, best known to Western ge- games of a certain age for work on Capcom's earliest video game releases, like Disney games and the NES systems. Later on, for Ghouls and Ghosts, Final Fight Tomba, mm-hmm. and her most recent work Spider-Sars, developed by forward. This year's district of Oticon will be held from July 29th to 31st in the Walter E Washington Convention Center hmm speaking of Oticon mm-hmm. how is uh how's the new Baltimore Convention Center looking do you have any, any
0: I uh, know Jack about about the upgrades to the BCC
1: like didn't they like completely you know bring it down so they can build it back up I heard.
0: Part No, they tore out, like, there was a Marriott behind the BCC. So I think that got...
1: Attached t- to the BCC. Yeah. I know what you're talking about.
0: That supposedly was torn out, and then that's what they built off of. Hmm.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm looking at BCC's conventions, the BCC's uh, website right now. You know, pictures look, you know, pretty uh, recent, and it still mm-hmm. shows... You know the building in top shape.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Union employment partners and all that. Yeah, ping but.
0: me a ping me a link to I want to check it out.
1: Uh yeah sure, I'll post a link in the chat for everyone to look at it. All
0: right.
1: Uh, still I haven't heard hide nor hair of Balt of uh, Oticon saying, uh, hey, we're going back to Baltimore. No, I
0: nope, they're not. Go- look, I'm gonna tell you this shit right the fuck now. Oda Ot- not going back to Baltimore. At least not for a while. And I know how so many people hate that it's in D.C. because D.C. isn't safe, this and that. You know something? If you're staying in the nearby surrounding hotels, then you're good. It's when you kind of go a little bit further out that you're kind of in trouble, you know? But at the same time.
1: Same thing could be said about Baltimore. Exactly.
0: Exactly. I mean. It's Inner a harbor, sh- there we go. Yep, what, it's a what said, it's a straight shot on, on on Amtrak, you know. And when you get there, it's a straight cab ride straight down to the conven- down to the hotel and convention center. So, but given their guest of honor, a part of me kind of wants to go, you know, because I because I will track down a Mega Man three cartridge and ask for her signature. That was one of my favorite Nintendo games going on up. So.
1: I see where you're coming from.
0: Hell, like for the last, off and off for of the last few days, the ending theme to Mega Man Three's been running through my head. So I'm just like, yeah, I'm really feeling this. It's like sometimes those beats and stuff like that—they don't make them like how they used to. So.
1: Okay, I'm looking. I found her uh, Wikipedia page. I'm mm-hmm. just going through her uh, discography. I'm seeing. Huh, that's the only Mega Man game she worked on. Mm-hmm. Final Fights there. Uh, oops, spawned a video game. There we I go.
0: Think, I think one year she was at Anime Next. If not her, they got some another Japanese video game composer Anime Next. And I believe she actually was living in Jersey for a while, which is why they were able to get her. Something like that.
1: Oh, she even did Streets of Rage 4 and the uh, sequel to Wind Jammers.
0: Oh, even better. <laughs> All right. Um uh, l- l- let's talk about um a classic anime here, Yu Yu Hakusho. It looks like a brand new logo is coming out for its th- for the 30th anniversary project. The adapt the anime adaptation of Yoshihiro Togashi's supernatural manga Yu Yu Hakusho. Which I'm not mistaken, he also he also does um, Hunter Hunter. Now the anime first started in 1992, and I want you all to know this: this was the first, this was one of the few animes at that time slot that gave Dragon Ball Z a run for its money in the ratings.
1: Oh yeah, I yeah. remember.
0: Mm-hmm. Now, no, I'm talking about in Japan, not in the U.S. In Japan. Oh. Yeah. Now to celebrate its 30th anniversary. The anime's official Twitter has posted a special logo featuring Yus- Yusuke Urameshi. According to the post, a memorial illustration will be revealed in three days at 6 p.m. JST, at, which translates to 2 p.m. Pacific Time. And it's actually pretty cool looking. So uh, Let me see if I can pull it up real quick. Uh, give me a second here.
1: Yeah, there's plenty of a uh, there's always plenty of official art when the uh the USK and his bros looking good.
0: Mm-hmm. Yu Yu Hawk Bro show <laughs> <laughs> See that, that that looks pretty cool. I ain't gonna lie. That, that looks that looks pretty damn cool. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of hoping we get a reboot of the anime, and it just runs straight through. You know,
1: was there a lot of filler in Yu Yu
0: Hakusho? I don't remember, but most animes at that, most animes during those times and currently have filler episodes. So and it was just to extend, you know, the manga so that it wouldn't really catch up. So which is understandable because. You have mangas that have been running three, four years, and then they start to anime, and then it's like, oh, we're starting to catch up. Throw some filler episodes in. Now what they're doing is, well, it's two years in. Let's greenlight an anime. Let's do 12 episodes or 26 episodes. They'll do that, wait a year, drop another 12 or 26 episodes. So.
1: Because I definitely remember one of the jokes about Naruto being that Mature did something so was so evil. He put the real world in a genjutsu, which explains why we got like six months of filler arc.
0: Most likely, yes. <laughs> now the uh. series was produced by was by Studio Piero, which we'll be talking about in, in and later uh, later on in tonight's program. And it was 112 episodes, which ran from October '92 to January '95. During that period, there were two feature films called Yu Yu Hakusho The Movie and Yu Yu Hakusho The Movie Poltergeist Report. There was stage play adaptations back in 2019 and 2020. And we're going to see a live action series on Netflix coming out December of next year. Now, on the occasion of the 25th anniversary back in 2018, two new episodes were released. Two Shot and All or Nothing. And it was put in the TV anime's fourth Blu-ray box set. Now, as we all know, Crunchyroll Funimation does have streaming rights to Yu Yu Hakusho. But I have no idea if those two shot, those, those two episodes are available on there. So, And Cina Berry says he hasn't watched the series in a while. You know something? I haven't watched it in a while either. I remember buying the fan sub tapes. I actually need to sit down and watch a Yu Yu Hakusho. I, I really need to. see what else what is this oh okay that's what that is all right speaking uh,
1: of the studio Pierrot.
0: yeah
1: uh, they've launched a youtube cl- channel for classic anime streaming
0: nice
1: it's the channel launched with a video celebrating the 20th anniversary of hikaru no go and the first episode of the wonder, wonderful adventures of nils hmm. in addition this studio will stream Four magical angel, creamy mommy OVAs. Uh, I know once more, lovely serenade, creamy mommy long goodbye, and creamy mommy curtain call. Mm. Available once for one week each throughout June, starting with I know more on June third. So, about halfway through that, <clears throat> the studio also streamed a selection of thirteen episodes from Osomatsu-kun and three episodes of Ghost Stories for a limited time. With verter stream titles to be announced at a later date, and is this what I'm thinking? Yeah. Oh my god. What? I s- ghost stories. I'm like, wait. Okay. Going to be the Ari. the dub or the sub? No,
0: Ari, It's going to be the subtitled one.
1: Okay. Yeah, this is
0: okay. this. Yeah, basically, it's their Japanese um page, YouTube page. Yeah, if you yeah ghost stories will be up there, but it won't be the hilarious dub we've seen by Bondi. Or ADV the, films.
1: The um, ZFG yeah. dub.
0: The what dub?
1: ZFG. Zero fucks given.
0: Yeah. I think it was because how bad it was in Japan. So they're like, eh, you can do whatever you want, you know. You can kind of <laughs> roll like, with the punches. Do we? <laughs> but it worked. It fucking worked.
1: <laughs> I guess they went with the uh, no, any attention is good attention. Exactly.
0: Exactly. Yep. Okay, uh, now we're going to talk about Full Metal Alchemist, and I, which means I guess I'll, have, I'll be cosplaying Maze Hughes soon, so, you know. <sighs> That's the one anime death I will never get over, so.
1: No one will.
0: Exactly. Um, now, I believe, like, three, four years back, there was a live-action Full Metal Alchemist movie that came out by Warner Brothers Japan. And it basically covered the art the beginning up until the death of Maze Hughes in a two and a half hour slot. And I will say this, it was a good movie, but if you had no idea of, of the source material, you're going to get lost pretty quick because that's how fast paced the movie was. But uh, something that we discussed here previously that they're doing two more uh, movies to follow up with. So on the official website for the, for the movie, uh, it's going to be co- you're going to have Fullmetal Alchemist Final Chapter, The Avengers Scar, and the Final Chapter, The Last Transmutation. And the original title, Hagane no Rankenjutsu. Can I t- can I get ten? Uh, Fukuhashi Scar, and Haganino Rinkinjitsu Kanaketsu and Saigo no Rente. The films re- featured the returning cast from the first live-action film. The film starred Ryosuke Yamatov, who was part of the group Heisei Jump, and he was also in the live-action assassination classroom as Nagisa. He will return as Edward Elric. Otomo Mizu- Mizuishi, who was in Gato as um Makai no Hana and the Prince of Tennis second season musicals will be at will be returned as Eric Alphonse that's cool I mean Alphonse Eric my my bad my bad uh it'll be somebody else wearing the suit but for the motion capture and the voice it'll be him uh Subasa Honda who was in uh, who was Futaba in the live action Blue Spring Ride will be Winry Rockbell and Dean Fujioka who was in the live-action series Happy Marriage as Roy Mustang. So far, um, the first movie, uh, let's see, what is it? Uh, The Avengers Scar opened uh, May 20th, and it follows Ed's fight with with the character. The movie earned about 97 million yen, which translates to $754,000 in its first three days, and ranked at number nine its opening weekend. The second film, um, *The Last Transmutation*, opens in two weeks, and it'll be the story's final battle. The films commemorate the 20th anniversary of Hiromu Arakawa's original *Fullmetal Alchemist* manga. The first live-action uh, film opened up at the Tokyo International Film Festival, October 2017, for its world premiere, before opening in Japan in December of that year. Makes you Now, given the conversation in the chat, I don't think they're going to be doing uh, the Nina Tucker arc. I, I don't think they're going to do that.
1: Let's hope not, because I'm fairly certain we'll have people yelling and rioting and throwing shit at the screen.
0: Well, if they want to riot and throw shit at the screen and break their TV, it's on them. Because it's just been easier just to just hit the power button and walk away. Yeah. Now, for the, for the last uh, topic on tonight's show. Let me adjust the volume. Right. Important Ooh. manners for an anime stage show. I didn't even know something like this existed. I figured you go, pay attention, don't do anything stupid, and call it a day.
1: You'd think, but this, this feels like one of those I can't believe we have to have this discussion article.
0: Well, given some of the things we have talked about on this show, it's just a matter of time.
1: Yeah. <clears throat> so. Uh, anime enthusiasts of yesteryear may have spent the majority of time in front of the TV, but for the modern otaku or fujoshi, mm. there are all sorts of stage shows, concerts, and musicals to attend. While there's always a sense of excitement from gathering with other like-minded anime enthusiasts, it's also important to make sure you're not preventing other fans from enjoying themselves too. hmm So there's a list of anime stage show etiquette rules to keep in mind. Mm-hmm. Which uh, one of their reporters came up with? Uh, number one is a suitable sitting style. If you feel like sliding down into your seat, that's actually not a problem. But what is a problem, though, is leaning forward away from the back of the seat, because there's a er- natural urge to lean forward when your favorite character comes on stage during a especially dramatic moment in the story. But doing so makes you taller, kinda, which can obstruct the view of people sitting behind you, especially the road directly behind yours. Try to imagine that your back is glued to the seat and placing your bag on the ground, not in the seat beside yourself to help maintain proper posture. Rule two, hairstyling, which I can pretty much understand where this is going. Mm -hmm. Going to see an MMA stage show an event worth getting dressed up for, but often includes putting some extra time into hairstyling. But remember, you know, it's still important to remember people behind you. Up styles are the norm for formal and semi-formal occasions, but a high ponytail or other voluminous styles of hair and large hair accessories can block the view of the fans sitting behind you. Like people have been lecturing, like you know, people have been getting lectured about wearing big hats mm-hmm. in movie theaters for for decades. So I, I know exactly what they mean with this. Fan sizes and decorations. The most popular franchises tend to be the ones with the largest group of popular characters. If you're if you attend a stage show, there's a pretty good chance you got a favorite cast member a cheering fan with that character's name or like. This is a common way to show your little Blah 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 blah. Keep a keep a your fan to a reasonable size. Important, as in the uh, you know the little fans that that sort of mm-hmm. fan. I'm like wait, are you body shaming big people who come into this? No, no, no. It's like, yeah, like 30 centimeters or about 12 inches for the fan head, not including the handle, has been the general consensus. You know, a lot of people craft their own from the 100 yen store, adding their own text pictures, whatnot. You shouldn't add decorations that, you know, know, stick out any further than that. Mm -hmm. And you want to avoid reflective or holographic materials because... You know, they'll screw with lights, cameras, whatnot, that sort of thing. And, again, we have a precedent here with laser pointers, you know, screwing up events and whatnot. You know what I mean? Yep. Uh, Dangling accoutrements, which might get snagged on something, either another fan or, God forbid, the person on stage. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, proper light stick protocol. Uh, glow sticks don't just contribute to the atmosphere; they're they important markers of fan loyalty or of ensemble cast members, which each character tends to have their assorted image color. But size and brightness are things to be aware of. So, like a foot long, you know, light stick might be the is the uh, commonly accepted limit. Right. Mm-hmm. And when you're waving a stick around, you should keep the upper tip at shoulder height or lower. Because uh, again, blocking views, etc. Keep your light stick attached with a strap that you around your neck, which will prevent you from actually lifting it up too high. Uh, hell, there, like you just know people like someone's thought of coming in with a friggin', you know, strobe light of just whatever color that is, and just no, blaring. See, it
0: no, nobody is that crazy. Okay, thank, thankfully, we don't
1: know that yet.
0: I'm just saying
1: we have stories of people getting way too close to their idols you know pushing the definition of fan like to its breaking Okay, point. okay,
0: okay, okay, I'll give you that. I'll give you that.
1: So just so just an obnoxiously bright light is, you know, as medi- middle of the road for them. Like I'm pretty sure I, I know one of these other girls has been creeped out by somebody coming into into with a into one of their shows hugging a body pillow mm. a little too closely. But yeah, uh, there's also a optional fifth rule: the right time and place to talk with other fans. Save those extra animated conversations for until after they're out of theater in a better ventilated, less densely crowded space. Which I guess is only for like noise control, being able to. Hear mm-hmm. the other guy clearly, or just don't smack talk the idol when they're that close to you. <laughs> Again, we don't know how loony these fans can be.
0: Well, I will say this: I've been in something similar like this. Um, it was, I think, it was 2019. Uh, Adam NYC. I won. They had a, con- you know, they. I won an opportunity to meet the, uh, the meet Guilty Kiss. Which is Johane, Mari, frick. and I can't remember the other girl's name off the top of my head. But you no, know, they were they were they were doing the concert, and there was a meet and greet, and I won an opportunity. And basically, you get to meet them. And they hand you like their card of each character, which I have um, either in this drawer here or up on the shelf back there, because I'm planning to frame it. Mind you, while I'm on the line, there are people there, but. With speeches, ready to. I'm just like, they're not going to fall in love with you, bro. J- just stop. Just stop. You know. It's no. I got P-checkout,
1: in. Like bitch, I get love letters like 20 times a day. What's yours? What's so special about yours? It's,
0: it's not even that. It, you know, I I go in. I I will say I for for the voice for the actress that plays Johane I know I I was probably one of her favorites because I showed up in a uh, Fallen Angel Bullet Club shirt you know <laughs> and I was wearing my purple Johane hoodie that has her insignia on it so that, that was it I she saw it she got excited mission complete you know shit. <laughs>
1: Else. You probably thought the uh, Fallen Angel Club shirt was a nice, was a nice, clever crossover. Yeah, I, I, you
0: know, and I realized I have not worn that shirt in a long time, and summer is right around the corner, so looks like I'm breaking that shirt up to wear again. So it's actually one of my favorites. So you know, and now that we got the uh, the news out of the way, it's time for the part of the show that y'all really stick around and enjoy. Uh, meanwhile, in Japan.
1: I think the last one's definitely alley.
0: Yeah, you could definitely take that one. You know, I guess I can knock out the first two. Okay. All right. Normally, uh, since there's only two of us, we take one article each and then wrap it. But we got time, so I'll do the first two. It's not that bad. So, Plus, they're kind of interesting. Plus, and I realize there's something else I want to talk about real quick, and I'll get into that after all of this is said and done. So, you know. Okay, here we go. Looks like you can get tufts of shed polar bear fur as a a gotcha prize at Japan's newest crazy capsule toy machine. This month at the Maruyama Zoo in Sapporo, they installed two very unusual cap- capsule toy machines on its grounds with prizes such as tufts of polar bear fur. The machines are called Maruyama Zoo Support Gotcha, and each was stocked with four different items. And the fur machine, which you would put in 500 G for, which translates to about four bucks, will get you a capsule containing either polar bear fur, Hokkaido snow rabbit fur, Strands of hair from a Shetland pony's forelock or shed skin from a Japanese rat snake. Okay. True to their name, the Maruyama Zoo support gacha proceeds will be put towards improvements for the animals' habitats. And you don't have to worry about about the, the zoo yanking out fistfuls of fur to stock the machines. All the fur, hair, and skin were collected samples that fell off the, off the animals naturally as part of shedding. Which, you know, we've seen videos of, you know, uh, you know, the horse is being uh, combed and so forth, and all the excess fur. You know, if you have a pet, you understand where, where I'm going with this. So, you know, mm-hmm. now the second machine is the item collection, and this has materials from various animal enclosures. Also priced at 500 yen per turn, the capsule contains scraps of cloth from a sun bear or chimpanzee's habitats, sand walked on by an Asian, Asian elephant. Or chips from a snow leopard scratching board. Wow. You notice that the descriptions of the capsule contents are in past tense. That's because even though the machines only went in operation on Wednesday, the stock was entirely sold out by Friday afternoon, as guests were eager to get their hands on these very unique souvenirs. And I think that's pretty cool. And C.T. Berry goes, But how much do I need to buy to spin some yarn? A lot of yen, my good friend. A lot of Lots yen. Lots of it.
1: I was just going to say, yes, and then be done with it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Now, the next story I'm talking about will kind of relive your childhood as an adult going on a school trip. Well, if there were anything like the school trips that I went on, then by all means, I'm all for it.
1: I don't remember any of the school trips I went on.
0: I I went on a few. Now, we all know from watching anime that in Japan, schools organize an annual Shugaku Ryoko for their students. It's a long-distance trip to historical places like Kyoto or Nara. In these school trips, classes are as a whole travel together, stay in hotels, and tour local temples and monuments as part of the school curriculum. School trips are a great opportunity for students to bond and build great memories. But unfortunately, a lot of these memories don't involve the actual tours that they went on. Which is why the, 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 the Nara Inn and Waku Haruji is offering a new hotel plan called the Adult School Trip Plan. Which, not, which includes not only a stay just outside the Horyuji Temple, one of Nara's most famous temples, and a place everyone should visit once before they die, but a host of educational opportunities. The plan is different from other tour packages that includes one of the inn's famous storytellers who will guide you through the temple, whose main hall is considered one of the oldest buildings in the world. Through stories like the Battle of Wits between Buddha and Humans, and the suffering of the Asura statue. They can offer a whole new perspective on Nada and Buddhist history that you will not find in a textbook or a guidebook. They can also point out spots on the grounds that you might ordinarily miss. With a wealth of knowledge of stories about Buddha and Buddhist statues, as well as the sites within the temple grounds, the storytellers will offer a more interesting experience of the Haruji Temple that you might not be able to find on your own or that you might be able to remember from your childhood. Naturally, the plan includes a stay-in one of Waku Horuji's rooms, which are a luxurious space steeped in Japanese culture. With a mix of Japanese-style leisure and Western-style comfort, these rooms offer a nice place to kick back, relax, and sleep away any exhaustion. And that's pretty cool.
1: Yeah, that's looking nice.
0: The adult school trip plan is available now through July 15th, and the prices start at 25,200 yen, which translates to $195, and that's per person, and for a two-person room. You can book through the hotel's official website. Even if you've been to Nada before or you remember all you saw when you went as a child, this trip offers a different perspective and new experiences, so why not book an adult school trip for yourself? Besides, you can't get enough of the polite deer to hang around the area as well.
1: You know, we usually think about adults acting like children. It's something a lot cringier and off putting, but this actually looks pretty cool.
0: Pod culture with the comment of the night. He says. But does it come with a can of soda wrapped in foil to stay cool? That was a staple (laughs) of field trips. Yes, my dude. Uh, Yes, I remember that. Yes, yes. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay.
1: All right then. Hold Uh, on. I I gotta
0: give him. He gets a round of applause for that. I might have to find a shorter round of applause <laughs> or a cooler sound effect. All right. <laughs> now, what's all right, Ari, What's going on with this hotel game?
1: Uh, it's a hotel that's not just full of board games. It is a board game. Hmm. So <clears throat> hotel games in Osaka's in bustling Namba area, takes things one step further and really immerses guests in board games. Anyone can enter the hotel and enjoy their collection of 130 types of board games for, like from Japan and around the world and then all-you-can-play format for about $25 a person on the playable porch in the second floor lobby. They even have a board game sommelier on hand to give recommendations and instructions to unfamiliar games to help visit- visitors find their new favorites. But for the full experience, it's advised to check into one of their many types of rooms. Standard board game-friendly rooms come for all, ages all uh, all ages and sizes and five people. But for a more interactive overnight stay, there's also a werewolf murder mystery room. You know, actually, there's actually several murder mystery games to choose from, with only most of them featuring werewolf featuring werewolves. Guests can even go around the board and. Cr- it's going to play the eight hotel games built directly into into the facility. And there's a video link for it, which I will post in the chat for everyone to look for, look to. <clears throat> in Coin Hunt, players will hunt for coins. Simple enough. Overnight mischievous, mischievous werewolf, our lycanthrop friends are taking a break from murder and playing harmless pranks on guests. Each guest pl- gets a card to perform an act like Put a fork in a fridge, or hang three hangers from each other, and let's do the test so that the others didn't notice it until the next morning. There's also the elevator guessing game, which is when a lift comes, the coming simply jump up on a square, mm. jump on a square to guess how many people will get off, and crush your opponents with predictive power. Predictable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> also feels really nice to get off an elevator to have someone cheer at your arrival. And there's also hide and seek pictogram, which is. Uh, uh, it's sorry. All hotels are known for pictogram signs, but only hotel games do they take on a life of their own and escape from their two-dimensional confines. That's what hide and seek pictogram is. You know, just find them. There are all, only half of the special ho- hotel games available. There's also dice challenge, drink riddle, mm. additional rules for your trip, and the secret room, which is a hidden room filled with treasure that guests can must find by solving a series of mysteries. That's cool. And one of the remarks is, I just hope the treasure isn't a cop-out like friendship or something. (laughs) Like the true treasure was the friends we made along the way.
0: Yeah, that's (laughs) bullshit. (laughs) Here's the thing. That's the real ending to One Piece. That's what the One Piece is. The friends you have made along the way. What's sad is that some people are
1: predicting that's going to happen, and then what it actually does, it's going to make half the fan base lose their
0: shit. Good, they, look, they're the dumbasses sitting there watching over a thousand episodes of a pure of a of of. Of a half-ass anime. I mean, if you want to watch an anime over a thousand episodes, at least watch one that's that's actually entertaining, like Case Closed, aka Detective Conan. Hell, if you want to watch a show with at least a thousand episodes that's gonna that's actually invigorating, go watch the original Law and Order. Dun dun. But um.
1: Can't argue with that. Yeah.
0: You know what really be funny? In this hotel, one of the floors was the Mario Party floor. Oh, the sheer number of friendships that are destroyed on that.
1: People will be getting murdered in that floor every other day.
0: Oh, by the way, Ari, I know how much you enjoy Monopoly. There is a Monopoly, a collector's edition Monopoly set on Amazon going for 10 bucks.
1: Which one is it? Um. Was it the one you linked me earlier? Yes. Hmm. You're going to find this weird, but i I never watched a single episode of The Mandalorian.
0: I haven't watched it either. It hm. just wasn't my cup of tea. I figured 10 bucks, why not? But um as pod say, hotel games sounds like after hours at Dragon Con.
1: Let's not go there. Cuz like although now I want to do a real life version of Bowser's big blast in the middle of a convention and just see how much damage those giant, giant bombs can do to the building.
0: And by giant bombs, you you mean a loud, obnoxious, noxious fart, and then you go, "Oh, those ribs."
1: <laughs> well, if it was Magfest, it would be a loud, obnoxious,
0: and that got tiring real quick.
1: Oh yeah, very much so. All right.
0: Now. Before we sign off on tonight's episode, there there's something I, I want to discuss real quick. I've already said my piece about this on, on my Twitter. And if you don't know where it is, ask somebody in the chat. They will link you to it. and You can follow me if you like. Now, a friend of mine went to an anime convention and came back. And he found out, they found out a couple of days later that they were exposed to COVID. So what do you do when you're exposed to COVID? You go get tested. They got tested and it came back positive. Now, this person, they posted on their Facebook page what was going on and what had happened. And here we have a problem in regards to that. Evidently, somebody took a screenshot of their Facebook page because it was locked down and posted it and tried to start some shit with them in regards to it about hiding their, um, their COVID status. This could be taken in many ways. Now, if you're just a cosplayer and you're going and you're having fun and this happens... You are not obligated to post all over your social media your, your COVID status. Only tell those who need to know and move along. My, my friend Deanna, she contacted me the Wednesday after Castle Point and said she was exposed. What did I do? I ran out and got tested. Did the quick test and the overnight. I told La Chocola about it because she was rooming with me. Her test came back negative. My test came back negative. I went on Friday, got tested again. Negative. Now, if it was po- if it came positive, I would have put on my personal Facebook, friends only, my status. Then I would have taken to my Twitter, my Instagram, and my Facebook fan page, and the AJS Facebook fan page, and posted the status to let people know. Now, given my friend, they're not cost-famous, they've been a guest at a couple of cons, but that's not their thing, so... And the problem is some people are attacking this person besides the fact, you know, for various reasons. And they're just like wanting to cancel them. And that's where I have a problem. Whatever your status is, nobody needs to know except for those you are around with. And I'm like, it's one thing if you tested positive at the convention it's another thing when you find out you're positive after the con. It happened after the con. There really was no need to kind of flip out over that, you know? And we yeah. had and I had a discussion with them. And I just personally I just feel that they should have been a little bit more proactive in regards to letting people know. That that's it. But as like I said, there's there was actually no reason for co- people at MomoCon to attack the this cosplayer of their of their COVID status. Like I said, it's one thing if if they tested positive at the con, which they did not. This happened after the con, which means either one of two things: somebody went to that con knowing they they were just getting over COVID and was still contagious, or the other person really did not know. And now they're going to try to say it's a super spreader event, which is not. I've only heard a couple of people say they had it. It's not, that, it's not that bad. And besides, if you're flipping a shit over the fact that somebody kind of hid their COVID status, what say about you that are pointing fingers? Are you vaccinated? Are you at the con with a fake uh, card? Oh, God.
1: Don't even want to think about that.
0: I, you know, you you want you really want to piss off the um people? You want to really piss people off that about the vaccination cards? A convention that says digital cards only. That,
1: those will be a lot easier to think, yeah, I think.
0: No, no. And a lot of states where di- where you have digital cards, like what they do is you go on the website and you sign up and you put in. The date you got vaccinated, the location, and the and the lot number, and that and that cross references in their database if it's if it's a re, if it's real or not. Because if it's real, it'll generate a QR for New York. It'll generate a QR code in an app for you to show. That's what I'm talking about. Where you show up with that digital pass, and they have to scan it to verify. So, that's what I'm that's what I'm talking about. Something like that. But, again. That's neither here nor there. That's gonna put us on another train, and that's something I'd rather not do. And now that we have finally bought some time, and I was able to discuss something that was that was bothering me for a bit, I say we're gonna go ahead and wrap up the show for tonight. Uh, while Ari go handle handle For his, me. Yeah. Ari's gonna go handle business. I'm going to pay some bills, and I think it's time for us to wrap up the show. Here we go. Works for me. Exactly. So, if you like the show, tell a friend. They in turn will tell another friend, and so on and so forth. We're independent bloggers, independent podcasters. We do this for the fun of it. So whatever question, whatever takes we have on the show, this is what we actually mean, you know? So if you have any questions about the show... You can drop us a line at podcast at animejamsession.com. Again, that is podcast at animejamsession.com. We're here to believe you. Check out our website at animejamsession.com where you will find our weekly podcast, links to our YouTube page for convention coverage, links to our Facebook fan page for cosplay photos, and a lot more. Anime reviews, cosplayer tips and tricks, cosplayer interviews, editorials, and then some all at animejamsession.com. And don't forget to check out uh, our podcast. If this is your first time checking us out, search more. There's over 500 plus episodes available for you to check out. You can find them in Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Spotify. Anything you use for catching podcasts, do a search and check it out. And don't forget to follow us on our social media pages on YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook. Follow us there so you can see older episodes of our podcast, convention videos, cosplay photos when we're going live new articles and then some and Down below the page. You're watching us is our is a couple of buttons One is our stream elements and one is our um Co-fi you can th- click on those and donate money to us. We that's something that's really cool We really appreciate you can give us bits like earlier tonight Or you can auto host us and that would be pretty cool So, now we're going to go around the room. Last words. Last words, Ari.
1: Uh, I feel so good to be back. And this was a really nice show, I think.
0: Yeah, it was. My last words. Uh, I'm going to upload those photos and kind of relax for the night. Because I don't have to be in until 10 o'clock tomorrow morning. So, yeah. Well, that is it. End of list. We'll be back next week with a brand new episode. And I believe we're going to have our usual round table. Uh, let's see. Who's going to be joining us next week? Ichigo. I mean, not Ichigo. Barry. Barry will be joining us uh, next week. with, And uh, and Mako will be back. It'll be great. It'll be awesome. So we hope to see you there. So I'm Ranma.
1: And I'm Ari.
0: Great fight. Great night. See you next week.
1: Good night, everybody.
0: And this is where Mako channel will say good night. And
1: say good (laughs) night,
0: Ari. Good night, Ari. Perfect. Awesome. We're getting the heck up on out of here. Plus we have extra time. So later, y'all.